Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the QuickBook Reviews podcast. Brighten your day with a book. Hello, my fellow bookworms. This is Philippa from QuickBook Reviews. How are you all? I am very well. I am very busy. And I'm afraid this has had an impact on just how many books I've got to talk to you about. Not as many as normal, I'm afraid. Um, And I'm busy. Why are you busy, you may ask? And I shall tell you, I am busy because I am currently... um, practicing rehearsing for a pantomime and the pantomime we're doing is Dracula not your normal sort of pantomime you might say and I would agree with you but that's because this one's just better and different and all sorts of wonderful things um I do seem to have found myself with quite a large part I play the role of steak who's a chef not a very good chef not a very clever chef um so lots of comedy things to do which is great but it's about getting the timing right and it's just learning all these words I used to be in plays and pantomimes when I was younger and I'd get the script and within a day I'd have learnt it all. Whereas now, let's just say that is not happening. So I've recorded it, I've dictated it into my phone and I'm listening to it when I go out instead of listening to an audio book. And people keep stopping me looking like, saying that I look really serious and that I'm really concentrating. Yes, I'm really serious because I'm not going to learn all these words and I'm concentrating because I'm trying to learn them. So that's what's happening at the moment. It's loads of fun. Um, The first performance is in a month's time, but apparently some of the shows, the tickets have already sold out, which is incredible. Um, But yeah, really enjoying it. So that's what's happening with me right now. Anyway, so I do have some books to talk to you about. And all the books I'm going to talk to you about are a good nine and a half out of ten. So we've got some crackers here. There might only be a few, but there's some really good ones. So hopefully that will do. Now, the first book I read was another one by Ellie Griffiths. And this is called A Room Full of Bones. It's another one in the Dr. Ruth Galloway series. I know I keep reading them, but it's actually quite comforting to have a series that you enjoy. I think there's 11 or maybe even 12. But I think the 12th book comes out very soon. So I'm on book four at the moment. So I've got lots to go, which is great. And as I say, it's just really comforting um, picking up a book where you already know the characters and you're already comfortable with the style of the author. It's just like putting on your pyjamas and having a nice cup of tea. Do you know what I mean? It's just really nice. Um, There's murder in this book, so it's not that comfortable. But I thought this was actually the best one of the series so far. So the blurb is, the museum in Kingsland is preparing for an unusual event. 
the opening of a coffin excavated from the site of the medieval church. But when archaeologist Dr Ruth Galloway arrives to supervise, she finds the museum's curator lying dead beside it. Ruth and Detective Inspector Nelson are forced to cross paths once again when he's called in to investigate the murder and their past tensions are reignited. And as Ruth becomes further embroiled in the case, she must decide where her loyalties lie, a choice that her very survival depends on. I like this book. It's got the sort of whodunit aspect. It's got a thriller element of what's going to happen. Um, as I say, it's got these characters that we're already used to, but more happening in their lives, more developing. It's just a, a super read. And if you like crime books, um, if you like something a little different, the archaeology element, I think, it certainly provides that. And if you like an author that you can trust, and by that I mean, if you try one of her books and you think, yeah, I like this author, I like her style of writing, she will carry on that approach. So you can really trust her with your time. So Ellie Griffiths, A Room Full of Bones, I'd give that a nine and a half out of ten. I really enjoyed it. The only thing I didn't like is the cover is a bit brown. But I don't know if that's because I've had it sitting in my bookshelves for far too long and the sun has actually started to bleach it, which has happened. What's interesting, though, is that some of my books have bleached and changed colour and others haven't. So it, I must have a look and see if it's certain publishers and certain types of ink that they use. Anyway, there we go. So that's the Ellie Griffiths book. The next one is a non-fiction. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're doing non-fiction. And this book is called Amour, How the French Talk About Love by Stephanie Roussel. This book uh, just blew my mind and is staying with me and I'm thinking about it so much. It's incredible. So this author is, um, she's a journalist. She's primarily covered war, all sorts of atrocities. And she got to the point in her life when she needed to focus on something more positive. And so she went round France, spent time with people and found out about their story of love, whether it's something wonderful, whether it's something really sad, whether they're together, whether they're not. She took a photograph of each person in their surroundings and wrote usually a page on that person. So you've got few hundred pages let's see how many pages because it did take a while to read it uh, 230 pages um, and almost every uh, two pages you've got somebody new you've got a photo of them and their story and I just found it really moving um, it makes you think about love in all sorts of ways that it's not just roses and uh, you know orchestras playing in the background it's about real life and how love it doesn't always work for people. One person's idea of love isn't another one. Um, it's about loss as well. It's, it can be so sad. There's so many different dimensions. And I would really like to know if um, anybody featured in the book that was on their own, if they read the book and found someone else in the book that, that they fell in love with, because wouldn't that be lovely as well? So if you're looking for a book that you can pick up, read a page and then put down, this is great because as I say, it's one person or one couple or on each section. So you can get through it in that way. You don't have to sit down and cram it all. Um, it's a book, for, it's a coffee table book because you can admire it and look at these different photos. And because the, the photographs are taken 
usually in the person's house, maybe in their kitchen, something like that. You really get a feel for that person and their life. It might just be what they've got set out on the kitchen table. It might be what they've got in the background, all sorts of things. And for the first time in a long time, I found I was having to get bits of paper and stick it into different pages because some of them just resonated with me so much. Let's see this. Oh, gosh. There's this um, chap. He's 34, Pierre Wilhelm. And his, uh, his story is called Dust, entitled Dust. I'm not going to give any secrets away, but it just it's such a moving story. I just I just want the best for, for Pierre. I hope Pierre is now happy. Um, and another one that I... Let's have a look. Which was this next one that I had a look at? Um, oh, gosh, yes. Some of them... I'm not going to say which one this was, but some of them I said the subtext was so awful. What, what was going on? What you could really infer from what these people were saying made me really feel sorry for them and, and worry for them as well. Um Another one called Heart Attack uh, features Jean-Luc Moraret, who's age 52, and uh, Rosalie, now I'm not pronouncing these right, so apologies, Agrestu, age 49. But you, you look at the photograph of them and you form an opinion and then you read the story of what's happened. Every, every emotion in that story, quite incredible. Um, and then... There was one that I've just written awful by, and I'm not even going to say who it, who it was, but I, I just thought it was, there's some really serious stories in this. I'm waffling and I'm sorry, but you see, as I've been talking to you, I've opened another page and just got mesmerised by the book again. Close the book, Philippa, put it away. Um, so it deals with love in all sorts of dim dimensions. So whether you are embarking on a relationship, whether you're leaving a relationship, whether you're new into one or you've been in a relationship for years and years and years. It, I think it's just something that is a beautiful, compelling book. And when I first heard about it, I wasn't convinced. I thought, really, how is that going to be a success? But having read the book, I am converted. This this is a classic. This is just a super, a super work. So Amor by Stephanie Roussel. Right, now the next book I actually listened to on audiobook, but I imagine it would be just as good reading it, but it's something very different. Uh, the book's called Daisy Jones and the Six, and it's by Taylor Jenkins Reid. Now, uh, before this book was published, I sometimes get asked by different publishers on my views on whether I think a book will be successful, what I like about the cover, that sort of thing. And I have to admit that when I heard about this book, I said I didn't think it was going to be of interest. It sounded, um, it didn't sound like a mainstream book and I didn't think it had enough weight to it to push it into the mainstream. So I was really sceptical about this book. Well, shame on me is all I can say because this is extraordinary. Um, somebody else had recommended listening to the audiobook because they said it's great because you get all these different views in it and there are different narrators. So let me sort of give you a bit of background on what the book is about if you haven't already heard of it. Um, so this is a gripping novel about the whirlwind rise of an iconic 1970s rock group and their beautiful lead singer revealing the mystery behind their infamous breakup. Now, allegedly, it's loosely based on Fleetwood Mac, 
but this is very much a fiction book so you can't assume any details are actually correct you have all lots of different narrators so you've got daisy jones you've got the six other band me members in there um you've got other people as they come in and out of the life of the band so maybe the spouse of somebody the agent, the producer, even an accountant, all sorts of things. What I loved about this as well is that it's not a case of one person narrates a period of time, then another one takes over. They will often narrate the same period of time, the same occasion, the same thing that happened, and you will get the different viewpoints. So one person might think um, something happened in a particular way because of, what one reason and another one would see it in a very different way and I just thought that's such a great way of doing it because isn't that like real life how we all take something different from um, an event or a story and uh, and I just loved it the audiobook was great because you could hear the different voices so it was easy to identify who you were dealing with um, and I just thought it was so different so I have to apologize for being so sceptical about this this story. Um, it's one to read. I think as long as you're okay with sex, drugs, rock and roll, it is based, it is an adult book. It is based on the rock and roll industry. As long as you're um, okay with a book that doesn't have a real gut-wrenching twist. Um, it's, it's a book about identity and love, love of music, love of others, love of yourself, uh, just so different. I wouldn't want to read another one like that straight away um, because that's what I enjoyed it being so different. But it's a book that I would suggest a lot of book lovers read because I think you think you just enjoy it. Something different. So whether you get the book, whether you listen to the audio book, just um, have a have a go and let me know what you think. Uh, does it is it something that you've enjoyed um it's getting very popular now i have recommended it to others but yeah do let me know would you i'd be really keen uh, to know what you think how do you get in touch with me oh well you may well ask the usual ways you can get in touch with me on twitter on instagram you can email me at quickbookreviews at outlook.com um, I am going to start doing a couple of videos, but I'm only going to put them on Twitter and Instagram because I'm not brave enough for YouTube yet. Um, but I have had people asking me to do that. So we'll see how that goes. It could just be a complete codswallop. But anyway, who knows? We'll give it a try. So apologies. Those are the only books I've I've read this week, which is terrible. But I am reading two at the moment. So I thought I'll tell you about those because these look to be amazing ones as well. Um, and I'm just really excited to talk about them. Uh, so forgive me, I haven't finished them, but so far they look great. So the first one is available now. I'm listening to it on audiobook. Um, it's been out for for a, a long time. Um, it's written by someone called Syl Sylvain Nouvelle and it's called Sleeping Giants. It's science fiction. Uh, it's got a number of narrators in again. And the blurb is basically this. Um, in the USA, a girl sneaks out just before dark to ride her new bike. Suddenly, the ground disappears beneath her. Waking up the bottom of a deep pit, she sees an emergency rescue team above her. The people looking down see something far stranger. That girl grows up to be Dr Rose Franklin, a brilliant scientist and the leading world expert on what she discovered. An enormous, ornate hand made of an exceptionally rare metal which predates all human civilization on the continent. 
an object whose origins and purpose are perhaps the greatest mystery humanity has ever faced. Solving the secret of where it came from and how many more parts may be out there could change life as we know it. But what if we were meant to find it? And what happens when this vast global puzzle is complete? So I love, I love science fiction books, but I often struggle with them because I find them hard to visualise, hard to get into, hard to commit to. The ones that I do, I really enjoy. Um, so this one I love. I love the different narrators. I love the fact that it starts with an event. They deal with it very quickly, but it's really um, gut-wrenching and it's already a sort of a twist before you get started. And then how it's, I don't know how this is going to end. I really don't, but I'm really keen to read it and to to hear more. Um, so I'll tell you how I got on. But so far, let's see how far into it. Um, I'm halfway through. I'm really enjoying it. And I can imagine that I'd give that a good nine, nine and a half as well. Um, I'm really pleased I've got round to reading it. It's been on my audiobook shopping basket for, for a while so yes really good um, and now let me tell you what I'm reading this is a cracker now it's not out until May 28th of May but people get ordering this if you can get it in your basket start ordering it because even though I'm only a third of the way through this is a book for me so it's called The Babysitter it's written by Phoebe Morgan um, and the blurb is this. Caroline Harvey is found dead in Suffolk on the hottest day of the year, her limp body awkwardly draped over a cot, and the baby she was looking after is nowhere to be seen. Hundreds of miles away, Siobhan Dillon's holiday on the French coast comes to an abrupt end when her husband, Callum, is arrested on suspicion of murder and her perfect family is torn apart. But is Caroline as innocent as she seems? Or has she been hiding a secret of her own? What really happened that night? And where is the baby? Now, this book has so far everything for me. It's got an element where people are on holiday. It's got them back in England. It's got different time uh, time horizons and different things going on forwards and back in time. But very clearly set out. So you're not left thinking, oh, where are we? I'm confused. It's got this thriller element, but it's also got some really good detectives. So in some ways, it, it appears to be the ideal combination of sort of thriller and detective. Uh, I'm, I'm just loving it. If I didn't have this script to learn, I would have finished this book by now. Um, but never mind, I'm grabbing pages to read when I can and really loving it. So I know that doesn't come out for ages and I'm really lucky to have been sent a proof. Um, but I will let you know what I think because uh, so far this is just extraordinary. It's going to be one of my top books of the year, I think. But we'll see. We'll see. I've got another two thirds to go. I may change my mind. We'll have to see. So those are the books I wanted to talk to you about. Um, the next episode, I'm going to be doing a special on publishers because I don't know if you pay any attention to publishers or not. Um, it, there's there's no reason to but I think it's quite interesting seeing what goes on in the background and when it's good to look out for a publisher or not all those sort of things so anyway I, I thought I'd talk about publishers next time uh, I do have a question a listener's question Sarah thank you so much Sarah has written and says um, you know so much about books do you have a bookshop well I think my family Sarah would say 
it looks like I have a bookshop because of how many books I have here in the house. Um, I don't have a bookshop. In some respects, I would love to have a bookshop, Sarah. I really would. But my idea of having a bookshop is that, that I would sit there all day reading books, sipping cups of coffee and tea, a few chocolate biscuits, nice people calling in occasionally, but not when I'm really, you know, reading and in, 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 in a book really deeply. Um, obviously, they would stay away for that. So I don't think that would be a very profitable bookshop, I would have to say. And it does seem to me that people that run bookshops have to work incredibly hard, um, both in promoting and keeping the stock turning over and answering um, their customers' queries. It just, it's almost a thankless task. And I'm so grateful that that they're there and that they do that so yes in my ideal perfect disney world i would have a have a bookshop but it wouldn't be one that i would make any money from and actually if i did i'd have to have a cake shop in there as well i think um so it would just that would just be perfect but yes thank you sarah brilliant question but no i don't have a bookshop and it's probably better that, that i don't but i'll do my bit to keep bookshops going by supporting them as much as possible. So there we are. That's it for this week. So we've had Ellie Griffiths, A Room Full of Bones. That Give that a nine and a half out of ten. Uh, Amor by Stephanie Russell. Give that a nine and a half out of ten. Um, Daisy Jones and the Six by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I listened to that on audiobook. Nine and a half out of ten. And I'm currently listening to Sleeping Giants by Sylvan Nivol. I'd give that nine, nine and a half out of ten at this point. But with that one, I'm halfway through. So let's see. And I'm currently reading uh, The Babysitter by Phoebe Morgan. That could be a 10 out of 10, but I'm only a third of the way through. So let's see. So some really good books, lots to think about. And I can't wait to speak to you again soon. Take care now. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Quick Book Reviews podcast. That's enough books, said no one, ever. See you again soon. 
And it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.